it's like the best kept secret in tech. Um, and I always say, imagine if an account executive and a computer engineer had a child, that hybrid would be the sales engineer role. Hey everyone, you're watching Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by Supriya Yurameli, who is a sales engineer at IT Glue, who's now based in Miami. So welcome. I know you were in Atlanta. How's, uh, how's it going? It's going really well. I'm really liking the environment here. It's, it's a little crazy post this COVID era, but I'm liking Miami a lot. Awesome. What would you say is one thing that really stands out transitioning from Atlanta to Miami? And by the way, I've done that. I did mm -hmm. my Atlanta and then, you know, my, then yeah. probably back to Miami. Oh, I would say I like the culture here. I feel it's really laid back. It kind of always feels like you're on vacation. And I know people are working hard because if to live here, you got to work hard, right? But I love the sort of laid back um, vibe I get. I think everyone's really friendly. Um, yeah, I, and I also like that it's a lot of transplants. Like I feel like everyone I've met is either from Atlanta, it, Miami's all New York and California. So I love the um, contrast here. Awesome. Well, welcome. What would you say for the folks out there mm -hmm. who are looking to transition to become a sales engineer or solutions engineer, solutions mm -hmm. consultant? There are a lot of titles that I think speak to your particular workflow responsibilities. For those folks who are looking to get into this, what would you say is a day in the life of an SE? Okay. So that's sort of like a twofold um, question. So getting into it, um, I'll speak on that. But as far as like the day of the life of an SE, it's really, especially, you know, I can only speak to whenever I started, which was quite recent, but it's all about product. Um, just knowing the product, knowing the platform, knowing it well. And depending on the organization where you get your start in, some SEs are more, I would say, salesy for a better, for lack of a better term. And then other ones will err on the more on the technical side. Um, I'm really lucky that in my organization, I get to do sort of a taste of both. But I think a day in the life of an SE is really just keeping up with the product and the platform and asking a lot of questions and not just you know, being, and I believe it's an article I read recently, you don't want to be like um, a demo jockey. Yeah. Um, where it's like, you know, pushing out demos and there's no real sort of direction or purpose. You want to make sure that, you know, when you're very cognizant of, of, of the time, of the timing of when you come on the call, that is very important. And I know even in our organization, during SKO, which was our sales kickoff, that was a topic that was up for debate. I think it's like that everlasting question, when do you bring the sales engineer on the call? Different organizations will have very different ideas. But to make, you know, long, short answer to that question is just a day in the life would just be learning the product. Things change so fast. I know with us, um, we're, you know, doing overhauls on a lot of things, a lot of product updates. So apart from just my 
job of doing product demos being there technically not only for the customer, but even for the account manager who's not necessarily as technical, again, can vary depending on the organization you're at. Some account managers are almost, if not even just as technical as the SE, and then others, you sort of have to lend that support. So it's a mix of being technical on the call, doing the demo, having sales knowledge, and then building your product knowledge not just when there's an up-to-date, uh, an update, but just on a day-to-day basis. Awesome. And what would you say are some of the most challenging aspects of being an SE? You know, we chat with SEs all the time and, mm-hmm. you know, there, there, there definitely are some challenges that I hear consistently, like alignment with the AEs, AEs bringing them into conversations that are not qualified, you know, those sorts of things. What would you say are some of the ones that you see here? Definitely um, AEs, account executives and account managers, perhaps bringing us on the call that isn't qualified or there's, there hasn't been enough discovery um, done on it yet to even, you know, come to the realization that this would be a good platform, a solution. When I think of a sales engineer, you know, it's interchangeable with solutions engineer, but it's literally what it means, a solutions engineer. So they have a problem. We have a solution. So you really have to sort of market and target us in the conversation and place us exactly at the right time to when they are ready to hear what we have. Awesome. So what would you say in the sales motion you're entering right now? Is it like after an SDR does discovery and then you'll join with the AE or Mm -hmm. the AE perhaps do call number two? So the first AE call, and then you might be brought in in call number three. Where are you generally seeing yourself inserted and where do you think you should? So generally, and um, I have seen just from my experience that I've been coming on the call normally after call two, there's been, or during at call two, there's been some discovery done by the account manager, account executive um, during the first call. Account, uh, the second call is typically when they're ready to make the decision. And really, they just want to see the technical aspect of the platform. Gotcha. You know, it it seems to me as I've spoken to all these A or SEs, I should say, that like SEs are this hybrid sales engineer Mm -hmm. and product manager, Mm -hmm. you know, and a little bit product marketing, right? They're Mm -hmm. this like unicorn in some organizations. The SEs are like, closing deals pretty aggressively and some they're really kind of building out just POCs, you know, yeah. by, by itself. Or how, how deep do you ever kind of like maybe create sort of a micro demo at, you know, maybe on at first and then you go into more robust POCs later on? Yeah, definitely. And I actually, I have to start. I love how you describe this role. Um, I always say, Oh, when people ask me what is a sales engineer, because what's so ironic is even people that I've worked with who are longstanding computer engineers, they have never heard of what a sales engineer is. I feel like it's like the best kept secret in tech 
Um, and I always say, imagine if an account executive and a computer engineer had a child, that hybrid would be the sales engineer role because it's, it's literally, and a lot of, in a lot of organizations, you're literally still coding and pushing out code and doing more of like the integration. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to sort of your, your question. So I feel like, you know, a lot of the times that, yeah, it, 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 it is that hybrid of a role. And I think that that's something, you know, I can really appreciate. And it is a lot of like marketing as well. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you know when you've done a good demo and are you doing sort of like different types of demos? For example, maybe one that's just showing a particular integration or a particular pain point. And then maybe later on an organization, particularly if they're like, you know, a larger enterprise organization, maybe you're doing a more robust POC. Is there every uh, you know, sort of situations where you're doing that? Or is it always kind of like maybe the same type of demo in terms of complexity? So, oh yeah, also to speak on your question regarding um, proof of concept. So when a, when a potential client has been vetted the right way, we do have that time to sort of tailor that demo and, you know, sort of build out that proof of concept ahead of time and how we do that in our, in our organization. I know it varies across like different organizations, different um, products. We will tailor the demo according to the key features that they need to see in order to push the sale. So that's sort of how we do our sort of proof of concept. Um, and that, again, that is, yeah, that is what I do for sure. Awesome. Now, are there any like unique stages, let's say within the CRM that you have to adhere to that will help, you know, maybe like sales leaders, rev ops, sales ops, be able to understand the effectiveness of the influence that the SC has on the sales process? Yeah. So definitely, um, we use Salesforce as um, to track, and I'm on every day um, or once a week. It should be every day. I track my. I hear um, you. Yeah, I know it's hard. Um, I track my activity, and then through that, we're able to sort of see like because they have notes that they keep, and um, every time I complete a demo it's tracking when I'm doing it and it coincides with their notes. So we're able to see and people write, you know, she did, she did a good demo. And then it's, then it's tracking, you know, as I put in my activity, it's going, it's coinciding with that. So then it goes, you know, through the stages of verbals, signature, you know, close win or loss, and then, you know, sale. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know you're part of the pre-sales collective, which we're partners of. So we're super jazzed. We actually have my job. Nice. No way. That's amazing. Well, kudos to James and Yuri for that. We are partners. So we do a lot of webinars with them. We have one coming up uh, April 28th at 11 a.m. So, you know, maybe check it out if you're interested. It's yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's actually all about like who owns the demo. There's this whole movement now uh, of a new role that seems to roll under the sales engineering organization. There are a couple companies like Slack and Salesforce, Medallia, mm-hmm. some other ones that have this demo engineering teams. Now. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, it it kind of seems like it's 
sort of like a play off of the sales engineer role, sort of almost like a spinoff, I should say. Um, and I, and I kind of feel like they will be doing more of the technical side of the demo. Yeah, that's what it seems like the more of the building and implementation, yeah. customization, those sort of things. Yeah. So yeah, which I find very, very interesting. It's, it's actually where I want my career to head. I'm really lucky that I got my start in a really great organization. They took a chance on me. I had about a year of experience as a computer engineer. So I would say that like really helped my chances. But then I also had a year, just under a year of experience as an SDR, which was which where the organization I was at, they called it a product specialist, but we were really SDRs. So I think the combination of both, which I did very intentionally, made me an attractive candidate. Now, did that organization by any chance have like a free trial or did they go like product led in terms of their approach? And the reason why I ask is I was chatting with a venture capitalist named Doug Landis mm-hmm. and he said that the future of sales development is a product specialist where it's less like the the SDR motions right now where you're doing a demo to it to a lot of the time, I should say, uh, to the prospect to kind of teach them what what you do, right, as a, as a company. And it's so it's less that and it's more like, oh, the prospect was already engaging in your product. They already know what yeah. it is because they were in a free trial or the free version. And now you're going in to kind of be a specialist around the product and then help them upgrade. Yeah. So the company where I was at, where I got my start as far as being a product specialist, they did offer free trials. Um, But to piggyback off of that, they were open source. So to an extent, you were able to use their implement their code into your solution to get like what you needed. Now, if you wanted something more on like an enterprise level with more features and functionality, that's when you would, you know, make the email or you know sign up to get started on a demo and then buy the product and then that's when you as the product specialist would step in and help them exactly yeah or would you hand off once you've sort of qualified them then you would hand them off to a closer yeah so i would actually be a, a a part of both but that was my choice um, just because I was at, at that stage in my career, and this was 2017, 18, I was, that's when I heard of the SE role. And I knew that, um, you know, engaging with the account executive, even with the sales engineer at that point in my career would benefit me. So myself and a lot of other um, SDRs in the organizations, we would, we would be a part of the entire sort of process from you know, the um, qualifying questions to qualify a lead, handing it off to an account executive and even attending those demos performed by the AE um, just so, you know, to see that through. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, last question and thank you so so much for your time and being on. What would you say as a new SE, relatively new, kicking off a, you know, a career on this path, what's one tip that you would give SEs around, you know, really increasing their performance or optimizing their performance to drive, uh, you know, more of the results that they want? Yeah. So what I've done and I've seen results is I 
still attend senior SE's demos. There, you know, as, as good as you may feel you're doing, there's always room to grow. And what's nice is they even attend mine and I use them as feedback. And they've even told me that they've learned from me. So I think like working as a team and just never stop learning. And then, you know, you, I think initially whenever you're an SE, you want to like write out a script and, and follow a script. I think that's fine, but then you have to slowly start tailoring your demos. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you for having me. It was really an honor. No, absolutely. If folks want to follow you on social media or maybe connect with you on, let's say, the Pre-Sales Collective to get more advice from you, what are the best ways to reach you? Yeah. So the best way to reach me would be on LinkedIn. You can find me at Supriya Yermili. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one um, on LinkedIn, (laughs) Supriya Yermili. And then from there, add me as a connection and I'm more than happy to um, bring you on to the pre-sales collective. Awesome. Well, have a wonderful evening. Go and enjoy Miami and hope to see you soon in person. We're going to probably do some in-person events, some networking uh, stuff. And so uh, it'll be fun. Yes. Thank you so much. Anytime. um, Always here. Awesome. Have a great night. You as well. Thank you.